four, three, two, one. Hi everyone, welcome to the Blessed With Hope podcast, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Power of Love series, and um, I think I'm going to be splitting this up into three parts, and so for this first part, it's going to be about the moment of celebration. But before I get started, I do want to say a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for all that you do for myself and for everyone viewing this episode and listening to this episode. I pray that as we go about this episode, I pray that you fill me with the words of wisdom, Lord. I pray that the Holy Spirit fill me and I pray that I share whatever it is you need me to share in the name of Jesus. I break the spirit of worriness, or I break the spirit of worry, I break the spirit of doubt. I break the spirit of fear and I break the spirit of anxiety off of myself right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray over everyone who's listening to this podcast or viewing this podcast, I pray that you bless them in the name of Jesus. I pray that you open up their eyes and their ears to be able to see, hear, and receive what it is you have in store for them. And as I pray that as I do this podcast, I pray that it'll go smoothly, peacefully, and easily in the name of Jesus. And I pray that I get out what it is you need me to get out. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Alrighty, everyone. So that was my quick prayer for this episode. And I don't think this episode is going to be long at all. Um, However, I do have an idea of what I'm going to be talking about. Um, I think what I'm going to be doing now going forward is before creating my podcast episode for the day, I am going to spend some time with God and kind of gather all the thoughts that he needs me to get out there so that as I do this podcast, it will go smoothly um, and I won't have to have my logical side come in versus um, just allowing God to just flow through me. So today we're going to be talking about the moment of celebration of when I got into school. Um, So when I got into the college or my college. Yeah, so that is what this podcast is going to be about, so let's get into it. So I'm going to be looking at my notes back and forth, so if you see me looking down, it's because I'm looking at my notes. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the moment of celebration, and it all started when I got into the school that I'm currently in right now. And from my experience, when I first came to know God and wanted to dig deeper in my relationship with Him... I started to see that he was showing me through my own experiences of how much of his love that he has for me and what he can do for me. And going back to the first two episodes, I don't know if you listened to it or viewed it, but I talked about two experiences that I went through when I first came to know who God was. And one of them started out with the graduation, little memories that my family did for me for for like a whole week there was like a bunch of little surprises going on that week and it made me happy and it made me to realize how much love God had for me and how much he made me feel special versus following in the footsteps of what every who everyone else um what everyone else was going through um during their graduation and it just felt like everything that was done for me was personable and unique and it was just I just knew that it was God and I just experienced his love in a different way and because I experienced his love in a different way when it came to my graduation I then wanted to dig deeper to get to know who he was even more which led me to 
as I said in the previous video or episodes about how I was training myself to be able to hear God more and to be more obedient to him. And so that's when it led me to buying my first car and seeing God do the impossible with just getting my car. It just put me in awe and it made me want to know God even more and dig deeper into the relationship with him because if I know that he can do the impossible with getting my car who knows what else he can do for my life and so it just made me want to build a better relationship with him and get to know him more as my dad and after getting my car that was after COVID but during COVID when the pandemic hit there were the stimulus checks that was being sent to everyone and so fortunately I was smart enough to be able to save all those stimulus checks because well I couldn't even spend it on anything anyways and I was thinking ahead for college and I was like you know what I'll save up and just pay for my first year and so that alone and God allowing me to get the stimulus check showed that he's always going to continually provide for me even when I don't see a way so my first year of college I was in an exploratory program and I'll get more into that story in a little bit but I was in an exploratory program and so since it was during the pandemic I decided <clears throat> to stay home and save money um, save money so then I just used whatever I had saved up from the stimulus checks and paid for both of my for both of my first semesters without using any of the FAFSA money so I was able to save a lot of money just for my first year and just seeing how God provided then, even when I didn't really know him at that time, just it just showed me how much he loved me. And from there is when I got accepted into the school that I didn't know why I even got into the school. And so to tell the story of how I got into the college that I am now, well, let's go back to the backstory. So ever since I was a little kid, let's say at the age of 10, I've always wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to go to school to be a pediatrician specifically because not only was it a doctor, but it was a doctor who helps kids. And I'm a person who loves helping other people, especially when it comes to little kids. I think they're funny and I think they're cute and it's just something that I was just interested in. I'm not sure why a doctor specifically. Just kidding. I'm remembering now. I wanted to be a doctor specifically because I thought that was the only way you could help people because well they help heal people and so i wanted to be that person that was helping other people out however that did not last long so of course since i was 10 years old i've always wanted to be a doctor went through middle school still had that same goal went through high school still had that same goal and as high school came to an end i toured a bunch of colleges and thinking that I was going to get into a med program. However, when I got to the school that I'm at right now, I came to their med program that they had hosted for future students. And I remember that when we first walked into, I think we had like two or three meetings that day. The first meeting, it was really boring. And we were just sitting in these sucky chairs and I just didn't like it and like whatever they were saying I was not retaining it it was coming in one ear and out the other then the second meeting came and that's when there was like a it was like a smaller group from the first meeting and there was another presentation going on these chairs were more comfy and I fell asleep I fell asleep while listening to this presentation going on so after that 
presentation was over, I looked at my mom, my stepdad, and I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to be in the med program anymore. And they were like, okay, that's okay. So then we walked to the Chipotle on campus, and that is when a whole discussion went on on what I could do while in college. So we order our food and we sit down and as we're eating, I'm like, okay, what can I do in college? Like, I don't know what I want to do. I've always wanted to be a doctor and I have no clue what other profession I want to do. And my mom was like, well, why don't you do interior design? And I was like, yeah, I could do interior design because I always rearrange my room constantly. And I just love, I just love putting rooms together with like a certain theme and that's well what interior designers do i mean interior designers do more than that but in my head at that time i just rearranged my room a lot i helped paint the house and rearrange the house in some sort of way to make it look good and it was just something that i I enjoyed constantly and i was like okay yeah i can do interior design and then my mom was like well you also could do architecture And I was like, I mean, I guess I can do architecture. And at that time, I was like, what do architects even do? I know they design buildings, but that's about it. So she was like, well, why don't you research it and see what you can do? She was like, because if you like interior design, and then you can go into architecture. We could do architecture plus interior design because it's all kind of tied into one thing. And I was like, okay. So after we left the Chipotle, I think I spent like a month researching on what an architect is and I was like okay like this seems interesting and whatever didn't think much of it and so then I was like all right we're I guess we're gonna go to architecture school because I don't know what else to do and so I ended up getting into the college but I got into the college as an undecided major because I was still exploring my options and so I decided to go in the exploratory program which is where you kind of get can get all your electives done as you're exploring what major you want to go into and so my advisor advised me to just get all my electives done that first year so that way whatever major I go into the next year I'll just have it out the way and I can just dive right in and let me tell you that was the smartest move ever So then I was like, okay, I'll do that. So uh, my first year, I stayed home and was in the exploratory studies program, and I got all my electives out, and then came the spring semester. That's when I needed to start applying to one of the schools within this college. And so that's when I applied to the architecture school. And I think the requirements for the architecture school was to write an essay was to write or have a portfolio of like any like artwork that you've done and I think that was it Uh, yeah I think that was it so first of all when I first got into college I hated writing essays I never wanted to write an essay in my entire life however when I got into college that completely changed. I love writing essays. I love, but I only love writing essays when it's about something that I'm passionate about or love writing about. And so I feel like while being in college, I, my writing skills have gone up way, way higher than they were in like high school. Like in high school, I didn't have any motivation, but now that I got into college and I was like, oh my gosh, you can write about whatever you want to write about, whatever you're passionate about, 
like that's my thing like I can write about something really quick in like an hour or two and have a whole essay done and I don't know it's just something I love but it was the spring semester when we were when everyone was supposed to apply to wherever they were applying and in my English class our last essay of that semester was about a research paper we had a research paper on whatever topic we wanted to write about and so I was trying to think ahead of the game and I was like okay I want to be in architecture what can I write about architecture so that I can get to know architecture a lot more and so then I wanted to tie that into something that I also want to do and that is again helping other people and I started to dig deeper and think about what specifically and who specifically do I want to help and that's when I decided I want to help homeless people what can I do what can architects do to help homeless people who are in transition because my family at one point was in a place where it was really hard to it was really hard with money and having a roof over our head and being able to eat whenever it was really hard at the time and so that's why I had such an interest in what it's like to help homeless people and so then I my I think the research paper I titled it how can architects help the homeless and basically the whole research paper was talking about what architects could do can do to help homeless people how can they design design for homeless people and how is there a way that a community can be built within to help transition transition them to a more stable life so that they don't have to go back to being homeless because personally i believe that everyone who was homeless had a life at some point they didn't they became homeless because of the choices not the choices that they made but because of the situations that they were in yes i will say some people are homeless because they chose poor choices and they knew they chose poor choices however some people who are homeless also didn't have a choice in whatever situation that they were in and i want to help those people out and i just don't i don't think it's fair for for anyone to be homeless i feel like everyone deserves a chance at whatever it is god has in store for them but getting back to the point about the essay i think we had like a whole month to write the essay and i wrote it within i wrote it in the last week of the semester because i just didn't want to write it but as i started researching it and i wrote it all in that whole week my professor emails me she's like caitlin this essay is so good And I was like, really? And she was like, yes, like, I want to submit it to the essay contest. And I was like, sweet, go for it. And I wasn't thinking anything of it. And I was like, I guess it's good, but I don't know how good it is. And so I think it was the middle of the summer when my English professor, she emails me again. She's like, Caitlin, I just want to congratulate you. You won the essay contest. And I was like, what no way and she was like yeah you did and I was like oh my gosh thank you so much and because of that essay that I wrote it just sparked my interest more what it means to be an architecture or what it means to be an architect and it just sparked my interest so much more that I was like okay like I'm more motivated now to be in this major and see what it is that I can do and so since I found that in the summer I already applied in the spring and because I applied in the spring and now waiting for the results to come in before the fall semester I'm like super anxious and I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh like I need to get into this design school now I need to get in because my essay was so good I need to get in and explore what it is I can do as an architect and I want to be an architect that 
will help homeless people, but also just bring a different perspective on architects in the way that God wants them to be seen. Because I don't think architects are really known worldwide. It's mainly like doctors and lawyers. Architects are just people who are there, and I feel like they need to be seen in a new light. And I hope that God can use me in a way where I can represent architects in a different way that not many people will see architects. And so as I'm waiting the whole summer, I'm like trying to figure out like, what am I going to find out? What am I going to find out? It all happens when I am sitting at the reception desk. I'm, it's in the summer. I'm at the reception desk, you know, just working. And then all of a sudden I see an email and I like look over not thinking that I'm going to see the headline, but I saw the headline and it says, congratulations, something, something, something. And then I like looked away and I was like, no way, no way. And then I like walk over to my mom and I'm like, should I open this? Do I open this? Do I open this now? Do I wait? Do I open this now? Do I open it with you? And he was like, or she was like, no just open it now just open it now and i was like are you sure and she's like yes open it now so she's working on a client at this moment and i open it and i like read the entire paragraph and i just start bawling i'm like crying and i don't even know why i'm crying and then my mom is crying and then the client's like oh my gosh congratulations caitlin and she gave me a hug and i gave my mom a hug and i was like oh my gosh i got into the school and she we were just like crying and laughing and just celebrating that day and i remember after i got accepted oh no why am i about to cry after i got accepted i look out the window and i see a rainbow oh my gosh stop crying i look out the window and i see a rainbow and i remember that time when my aunt told me that a rainbow means that God keeps his promise and he kept his promise that I was going to get into the school and I saw that rainbow right after I saw that I got accepted into the school and man God's love just hits you in a different way I think I covered the mic but God God loves you or Yes, God loves you, and he will show you how much he loves you in ways that you can't even imagine. The love I have for God I've just goes deeper and deeper every day. And sometimes, because I can feel how much God loves me, I can't contain it in. Like, it's just so much love that it's just like, I don't know how to handle it. Man, I'm ruining my makeup. Whatever just redo it right after um yeah and just that entire day we were just celebrating i got to choose where to eat i got chocolate covered strawberries and most importantly i just saw the rainbow and i was just thanking god and worshiping that day and just thanking him for everything and just seeing him just change my life just getting into that school and now that i'm have literally only one year left of this school i'm gonna be graduating wow i'm gonna be graduating next year 
Wow, yeah, I'm graduating next year. And just to see how much God has done just while I'm in the school is like amazing. Because after I got to school and I went through went to my first semester, I walked in that school not knowing what the heck was going to go on. I had no clue what was going to happen. I had no clue what I needed to know. And I also had no clue that getting into the school was hard. Like, I didn't realize how hard it is to get into the school that I'm in now. And I just thank God for that because I had no prior, like, no prior experiences or anything involving with architecture. They were, all the experience I had were for the med programs. And to see that I got into the the school that's hard to get into just blows my mind of what God can do. And just looking back, I feel like I would have been a whole different person if I went into the med program. Like... I believe going to architecture school was meant for me because it's it just shows who I am. I believe I'm a very creative person and when you're in architecture school, you can be as creative as you want to be versus where if I was in the med program, I can't be creative. I just have to follow the rules, take tests, blah, 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 and whatever. Also, with architecture school, you don't really take tests and I suck at taking tests. Taking tests is not my strong suit. All you have to do is build projects and do drawings. And that's something I can do. And I feel like I can be me now that I'm in this program versus if I was in the med program, I'd be a whole different Kaylin and who knows where I'd be if I went in that program. So I thank God for saving me from the med program and allowing me to walk into the architecture program. And I feel like the other thing too about this program is that we have internships that we have to do within our school year and so we have three internships we have to do and I think that is amazing because after you graduate at least you have experiences and have a better chance in getting into that profession um from the get-go versus um other schools who may not have internships and so I'm saying all this to say that as you first get to know God it's like you're going on a first date where people call it um the honeymoon phase which is where you're in like a lovey-dovey mood you're always loving each other nothing goes wrong blah 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 that's what it's like when you get to know god at first it's like the honeymoon phase where god will just show up in your life and he will shower blessings upon you so that you can see what it is he can do for you and he will shower you with his love and as you experience his love and see the things that he can do for you ultimately you just end up wanting to know who god is even more and want to dig deeper into who he is and as you start to get more serious with god and go deeper the rewards just become better and bigger and i can testify to that Um, i'm not going to share those experiences yet um, but it'll be relayed on throughout the episodes to come but yeah it's like you're on a date with god it's the first step the honeymoon phase and he's gonna shower you with your love and i wrote here um as i was praying this morning that with god he shows you all what you can do in your life and showing you the love he has for you and as your relationship with god gets stronger he can then move into bigger and more mighty surprises Before getting those surprises, you do, however, have to go through what I like to call the hard way of getting to know God. And that includes 
not going the easy way and taking a straight shot. Instead, he's going to take you through a process of healing and deliverance before you can receive what he has for you. I've learned even going through that process and you still get little surprises as you're on this trials and tribulation error and you but and you learn to appreciate them just as much as the big ones that are on the way. And I've learned that being with God is not always going to be easy. You need to continually have faith. You need to know that he's always going to be there by your side even when you do not feel it. Because even when you do not feel it in those darkest moments, I want you to know that God is actually there for you. He just may not be talking to you um, or showing you anything in that moment because there is a reason. God does things intentionally and he does things in a way that he knows will benefit you. And trust me, it is not easy following God. It's easier said than done. And I've learned that where the devil will come and attack you in ways you do not see coming. You don't see it coming your way. So unless you ask God for the discernment of spirits and learn how to fight those battles. But yeah, I'll be talking more about that in the next episode. And pretty much within this episode, it's talking about that first date with God. Your first date with God, which is getting to know who he is, coming to agreement with who he is, allowing God to show up in your life and to love you in a way that you've never been loved before. And yeah, I think that's it for this podcast episode. I need to stop saying podcast. I think that's it for this episode. And so the question I have for you today is, okay, not a question. My assignment for you today is to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the memories from your past that God has done for you.